Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patia, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information and advice. Alright, so we are back with Ricky in Pandora's in LK Metro, it's a part two. Greetings sir, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Do I make reference to you being the godfather again or do we leave that one there? <laughs> now in part one, if you didn't watch part one, please have a look in the description below. There is a link there to that um, where Ricky shared all his, his uh, insights into how he came here and Bangkok into Patea and uh, how you built up a fantastic relationship with the boys in brown. That was yeah, a very yeah, nice of you. Yeah. Um, but when we ended on part one, you mentioned about, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm, I'm just thinking about what you told us, um, about your relationship with your mamasan because she was the one that was responsible for you having yeah, another interaction busted. with the yeah. boys in brown, wasn't she? I mean, what yeah. happened to her, dare I ask? The, I went, went to court, paid the fine. Eventually, I was out. And I said, right, you've got to go into Soy 5 and see the boss there. Off we travel. So, <clears throat> first off, it was rip. You know, it's the second time in five months. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get work for a bit? <laughs> yeah. And I go, yeah, I should start thinking about it, shouldn't I, really? Probably and cheaper. Then, <laughs> and then he shot me, he said, if you want one, we can get you one. <laughs> what? So he's just arrested you for not having a work yeah. permit, and now he's offering you a visa yeah. service. Fantastic. See, only in Thailand. I mean, he's come, honestly... come down tomorrow, and uh, we'll have a chat. So, yeah, sure, no problem at all. And I said, well, how, you know, why again did I get busted? And I'm expecting to say, well, I can't tell you now, mm. I'll tell you later. And he, he just went, I look around, there's been Mama Sand sitting there. <laughs> she saw him do it. Decided to leave. Oh, <laughs> so she, she, she got the nod yeah. and thought, that's it, it's time to go. Said, yeah. You're doing your job, Rick. We know that you were sort of trying to clean the bar up. Mm. But he said it was, uh, you trod on the wrong toes. Right. You know, and it was that. I mean, in general, I mean, obviously, you know, those of you that don't understand the workings of a bar, and we're going to talk in depth about that in a minute, um, you know, 90% of bars have a mammoth of description, yeah, exactly particularly go-go really, yeah, bars. Yeah. I mean, we always, I mean, certainly I always liaise with the Mamasan when I come in and do photos and stuff like that. But I mean, in terms of the Mamasan, do they, do they cause you a lot of problems? I mean, are they very territorial? And they, they, if, they, you know, how do they work? You do get problems with Mamasan, so they don't stay very long here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get replaced fairly quickly. Um, there's good Mamasans and bad Mamasans. You know, the same as in all sorts of shops. Mm. Um, I've been quite lucky. Over the years, I've I've had some really good mama sands, mm. uh, but then on the other side, it's some bad ones. When we first opened here, uh, it was the, no, the second Christmas. The mama sand got poached by another bar. Mm -hmm. I took six girls with her. Christmas Eve, oh, the worst yeah. time of the year to lose girls. Mm. You know, we're only a small bar, so we don't run with a lot of dancers. Um, a very fine line between profit and loss, and it's the dancer's salary that makes the difference. You know? um, so the the, the sands I've got at the moment are quite surprising. We got rid of the last one. She didn't quite seem to understand that things had changed, and she kept upsetting the customers, and she was upsetting the girls. You know, mm. um, so eventually, you can't. You can't run without a mama sand. 
Okay. So it's never a question of, right, get out the door, go. It's find another one quietly and then do a quick swap over. Uh, we had two, what I call, well, there was one called a captain. She's underneath the Mamasan. She takes over when the Mamasan has the day off and she uh, basically sort of does a bit of service and a bit, whatever she's needed, she gets put. And she said, we could, we could do a better job than she is, boss. Right, right, okay. Well, this gives me a little time to find another mum set. So we had two girls. Look, one was a sort of head service, if you like. Uh, so rather two of them. You two could be mums. Oh, we don't want to be mum's hands. We want to stay as captains. Okay. Right. Why is that then? Well, that's actually, I don't know. It's captains, mum sense? <laughs> Save you a bit of money, but they are doing a brilliant job. Right. I just have to remember they've never done this before. Mm. So there are certain things they don't know. If something goes wrong, it's usually because I haven't told them. Okay. Um, okay. But they are doing a brilliant job now. Well, that's good. Don't need a mama sand. Oh, brilliant. I mean, so we're talking about the mama sands, and what I want to do is, is just go back a little bit in time. Obviously, you've been around the circuit here. You're very experienced, and you've uh, you've obviously worked in a lot of places. But now, Pandora's. I mean, this is your baby, isn't it? This is yeah, your yeah. your place now. Yeah. What, what made you decide to take the plunge and actually go into owning a bar well, as no, opposed to... I've owned bars before. Oh, okay. But yeah, this but one was... is an outright, is it? This is yours? Yeah, this is mine. First outright bar I had was Vixens in Nama. Okay. Um, and then it's been like owner, manager, partner, you know. Uh, but you've been here a long time. Five years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Five years now. Uh, no, I've had it... What I would say is if you're the only... If you're the owner, it's a lot harder work. Everything is on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of it, you haven't got to worry about other people messing up your plans and everything. Sure. When sure. we had Pandora, uh, private dancer, there was five of us involved in it. And it used to get a bit messy at times. Different people saying different things. And, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you don't have that problem. When it's yours, it's yours. You live or die by what you do or what you say. So you're the Admiral, you've got your captains there Actually, already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now we need the, the Sailor Girls, which, yeah. I, which I know you've got. I mean, I have a claim to fame. We were talking about this earlier, weren't we? I'm probably the only guy that has been upstairs with literally every single girl here and yeah. not touched them because I do the photos. <laughs> so that's true, that's true, actually, it is yeah. true, yeah. I mean, people often say that to me. They say like, you know, surely you must get the offers. And yet, you know, to be fair, you do get that kind yeah. of compromising situation, but I've always stepped away from it and yeah. I moved, well, you've seen me, and I moved yeah. the girls with my fingers and everything. And I'm thinking, God, I wish I wasn't a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I mean, where, where we're looking at now in Pandora's and LK Metro is your bar. Everybody sees the glory side. So we yeah. see you. We're not, you know, I come in and drink yeah. socially as well as do the photography for you. But, you know, you sit here. This is where you are. So when you yeah. walk through Pandora's door there, just look straight ahead and this man will be sat there. This is this is Ricky's seat. You don't sit anywhere in this yeah. seat. This yeah. is the yeah. This is the boss's yeah. seat. Yeah. Every bar. I mean, how does it work in terms of, like, the, the reality? What's it really like? Just go... The reason I sit here, and this is the same with a lot of the managers and owners running the bar, there's always one place where you sit where you can watch most of what's going on. Mm, sure. Now, this is a small bar anyway, so it's a lot easier. But I can sit here, I can watch the customers, I can watch the girls in the mirror, watch the cashier and the bartender. Gotcha. If I was sitting down by the door, I couldn't watch half of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I never that's, thought that's, of that. That's yeah. why I sit here, you know. Yeah. <coughs> uh, 
Right, what was the next question? So in terms of like, <laughs> so we see all the glory side, yeah. and we see you sitting here surrounded by loads of girls, and you know, you're living the dream, it's easy, <laughs> you know, oh, everyone can do this job. I mean, the reality is, how difficult is it to really run a bar? Right. The customers see me walking in about nine o'clock at night, sitting down here, drinking for free, chatting to people. This isn't a very good bar for getting to chat to the customers, because mm. it's small, wherever I stand, I'm in someone's way. But they see that side of it. What they don't see is I'm in here at two o'clock in the afternoon, doing paperwork, sorting out problems, organising the booths, you know, that day, sure, all that side of it. I leave here about six o'clock, this is where we open at six. Um, go home, shit, shower, shave, have something to eat, I'm back again at nine. That's a squatty term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a squatty term. Uh, and then, when the bar closes at three or whatever time, um, I then have a, I've got to sort out, check the stock, make sure we haven't lost anything. The bartender does a stock check. I think we're probably one of the very few bars that does a stock check every night. And so you do that at like three o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So you've done the whole day, the whole shift, yeah. gone through the night, and then before you finish, yeah. you're then checking well, everything. The, the bartender checks the stock, say 2.30, goes and checks it all. Uh, then we get the pre computer print out, and I check the two, one against the other. Mm -hmm. If there's anything missing, sort, sort it out. It's usually a miscount. There was one time when we lost half a case of beer, and uh, it's, well, one of the girls had been particularly nicking two cans every time she went upstairs and filled her locker up with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, what's that all about? We watched her, because the next day she came in, she got a bit of a shock. She opened the locker up. There was no cans in there. There no cans there anymore. <laughs> really, can you imagine? Oh, I just need to go down and say, excuse me, boss, but I've been stealing your cans and now they're missing. Where are they? <laughs> uh, so again, on that side of it, you have to punish the girls at times. And on this time, it was the cans of beer that she was stealing was what the girls got. We gave a little bonus. Get so many lady drinks, you get a free can of beer. You know, take it home, whatever. You know. And we said to the girls, we're stopping it. Someone has stolen half a case of beer. You've all lost out nice. over it. Nice. And that's the way, the hard. Yeah, yeah, let the girls deal with it, because they'll deal with yeah. it. Yeah, all they did. Yeah. Oh, boss, it was her. So I hardly know that. <laughs> really? <laughs> she uh, sat there looking at you going, she, she just hung me out to dry. <laughs> yeah. The, we lose very, very little. Um, there are, it more often than not picks up a mistake between the cashier and the bartender. Mm. You know, she said black, and he's given them jack or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it, it's important that they see you doing it because then it stops anyone thinking about stealing. You know, mm. they know it's going to come out pretty quick. I mean, you've been in this industry, you know, pretty much most of your life. I mean, if if I was to say to you, you are going to leave here tomorrow and go and do something completely different, what would you do? I yeah, completely different. Yeah, you can't you can't do you you know this industry inside yeah. out. So you can't go from here to somewhere else, because that's cheating, because you already know. What would you do if you had what? no chance of going back into this industry? I've got him. That's, that's a hard one, that's yeah. a hard one, yeah. yeah. Um, but at my age, I can't get it. No, no, let's, anyway. let's, let's ignore yeah. the age. Let's say that there's a job waiting yeah. for you, but it can't be in this industry. 
couldn't stay entirely, I'd probably go back into the plumbing industry. Would you? Yeah, there's very few people actually got real experience in it that's doing it anymore. Most of them have died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll leave that one there then, yeah. All right, so, I mean, you made mention earlier in part one about that you spent a lot of your time the first couple of years up in, sorry, 10 years, wasn't it, in Bangkok? Yeah. And you mentioned about Nana Plaza. One of the questions I want to ask you, and this, you know, guys watching this, you'll, you'll know where I'm going with this, is there is a big rumour flying around, and yeah, I know, Patea City, we are, we are built on rumours, let's be honest, but there is a big rumour going around that if the shake-up of Walking Street does happen, and we'll talk about that separately in a second, but if it did happen, where would all these bars go? And most people are saying they're going to come here to LK. But on the name of, Na of Nana Plaza, there is a, a strong indication or rumour that the Avenue Shopping Mall is sort of like tailored out to become a new nano. I mean, do you think that will ever happen? Is that a real reality? The, I, in my own feeling is I don't think it will ever happen. Simple reason is they're talking about opening up 20 go-go bars in the avenue. Wow. Minimum 20. Wow. Now, what actually, in reality, what actually happens is one or two open up, people still look around, okay, let's, well, let's watch how they do before I put my money in. Mm. They fail because in that huge complex there's only like two go-go bars. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's not the location of it, it's the sort of place that you go to and you're not going to leave. Mm. You know, it's not like walk down the road and go to the next set of go-go bars. Mm. You know, you are stuck in the avenue. Um, you're either going to open up 20 go-go bars all at the same time, which I would say is practically impossible. God, yeah. And, and expensive. God, yeah. 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 Jeez. Well, what they're trying to do is to get 20 guys to invest all at the same time, all open up a bar. Mm. You know. There's been bars there before, and they've failed. You know. it's, you've got a hit, you've got a big hammer, all-star, one big you know, So it's either bars. all in or nothing? Yeah, okay. and I think you, you can't, in reality, it can't happen. Mm. You know. Yeah. But people will open up, they'll close, and then, oh, I don't want to go there. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a fair point, and it yeah. makes perfect sense, because like yeah. you say, just one or two, you think, oh, I'm not going there, there's only a couple of there, we'll leave it, whereas, I mean, yeah. you know, like you said, if it was the whole floor, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it would be uh, something if special. If come up with a, a new idea or something, that got everybody's attention, yeah, fine. Mm. But, mm. you know, as we already know, there's not enough customers for the bars that are here now. Mm. I'm yeah. not talking about COVID time, I'm talking about before. We're all complaining, oh, there's too many go-go bars, too many bar beers, mm. too many gentlemen's clubs. You know, you open up another one, you're just going to thin out the customers even more. Yeah. And I mean, talking about thinning things out, I mean, one of the other rumours, well, it is, well, it is a rumour, isn't it? Let's be honest, no one's actually got any hard physical evidence yet. But another rumour that seems to be floating around, and, and again, you know, guys that are watching this video, you'll, you'll know on this one, that we've already discussed this, is Walking Street. I mean, there is this rumour saying that they're going to, clean walking street out, especially on the right hand side, on the, on the sea, sea side of it. Um, you know, do you, do you see that happening? I mean, you've obviously seen some incredible changes over your time here. And I'm sure, you know, when you first came to this area, there was a lot of like wigwams and teepees and you're thinking, well, what am I doing here? You know, but now it is the, the activity yeah, here is yeah. incredible. Do you think that change could actually happen? I think it will partly it will happen. You know, there is a definite um, mood, if you like, by the hierarchy, the mayor and those of them, they want to clean up Walking Street. Mm. They don't realise that Walking Street is a massive draw mm. to tourists and everybody wants to go there. You get 20 or 30 Chinese all walking along, 
just like they can say they've been to walking street. They don't go in the bars. Mm. They walk along behind the little flag. <laughs> you know, yeah, flag chasers. And, yeah. Uh, it's a draw. It's you know that's one of the biggest draws in Papua. The on the other side, on the beach side, there are some illegal buildings. There are, the centre part where Marine is yep. is the only place that had planning permission, and that's because of the pier that goes out for the ambulance coming in from the islands. That's what I was there. Oh, for. okay. There you go, see, learn something new every day, there you go. Yeah. Don't sit far oh. to the place, will you? <laughs> We're um, looking for a new, new venue soon. <laughs> the, there is also a lot of old money on Walking Street. The, uh, when we've had Sisters, the owner, the landowner of Sisters, um, her family had been there 130 years. Wow. And she got what was class, mid-class, the squatter's rights. You know, it's very hard to get them out. I think they will clean up Hawking Street to an extent. Mm. <coughs> They'll maybe leave some of the big go-go bars there as a tourist attraction. Right, okay. But they will be very straight, very well run. Because you know, no it, it, like, it feels like that, you know, with all these, lo I mean, obviously we're in lockdown right now, and I understand that, but it just feels like we're being torn apart from the inside out. Yeah, they're yeah. starving us, and it's, I understand that the stigma attached to Patea, but if you if you're honest about it, you know when people search for where to go to have entertainment, it is Patea. Yeah, you know, Patea yeah, comes yeah. up; it draws literally millions yeah. of people a year through the door, and for them to clean that up, I, I I understand why, but from a business point of view, I just can't see it being a, yeah. a, a, a correct well, decision. Because like Amsterdam, I lived in Amsterdam for a while. They had the right idea. You know, in, in the early days it was all illegal. And then, hold on a minute, let's make it legal, we can tax them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. It is all part of Holland, you know. Um, they had the right idea. Thailand always maintains we don't have anything like that. But yeah. we do, you know. Yeah. Um, well, it makes me laugh when they say about gambling. Oh, I can't do gambling, it's illegal. Okay, so is prostitution illegal? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a very difficult one. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I think you're right. I think it will have a little bit of a clean-up. I think that's yeah. got to be on the cards. Yeah. I think here's going to be the place. Well, we've already got the problem where there are obviously people looking from Walking Street to move up here. Mm. But the landlords here rub their hands, oh lovely, they used to pay Walking Street rents and our rents all of a sudden start shooting up. So they're putting your rents up? <coughs> they're trying to. <coughs> yeah. That's uh, outrageous. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. What about Tree Town? Do you think Tree Town's going to be a boom? Well, that's something, that there are certain areas, Tree Town's one of boomerang, soy boomerang yeah, is another yeah, one. Yeah. You will get some places, other places opening up. Um, I'm pretty sure, touch wood, whatever opens up will be this side of Third Road. Right, okay. You know, you've got the dark side that's you know, got all these little bits and pieces going, but it will never compete with no. Soy LK, places like that. I think the minute you get to Sukhavit Road, that's a, a completely yeah, different world. Yeah. You might as well fly to a new country because yeah, it yeah. really is yeah. a, a massive divide, isn't it? I mean, the, the dark side is all about expats and expat bars. Yeah, yeah. Here is 
so is okay. Um, this part, before the problems, we were 80% expats. Now, a lot of bars don't like expats because they don't spend a lot of money. Our style was more suitable to expats. Mm. <coughs> when COVID happened, the I was thinking I would open up, I'm going to be laughing because I've got a load of expats. But what happened was all the other bars only had no customers, so they wanted the expats. Mm. All it was, it just thinned out again the expats. Well, I know uh, from experience when I was, was around here uh, in the, after the first lockdown, it got crazy. There was like stupid price wars. Yeah. Man. You know, literally, you were paying like 10 baht more for a beer than what you could go and buy out a 7 Eleven and be surrounded by girls and everything. Yeah. It was just, you know, it's crazy. I mean, that was just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, again, then you've got a lot of new bar owners. Things are changing. The. I see it now as two sides. You've got the old guard, like myself. Mm -hmm. And then you've got some new guys coming in, all never had bars before, all tried different things. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, but you can see them making mistakes. We've all done that before, we know that don't work. Same reason that a bar, oh, actually, a bar's doing full bar craft beer, uh, beer. Yeah, beer. yeah, I know what you're in about, yeah. And then, <coughs> They're wiping out a lot of the competition. Well, they're not really, because if they wipe out that guy there, he sells and somebody else comes in. So you haven't wiped out the competition. You've got a new face. Yeah. Well, like they say, turnovers for showing it. Yeah. yeah. Problems for those. Now, one of the bars doing very very cheap beer suddenly went. Why? Well, not only doing happy hour. Well, that's the else I'll come on to in a minute. So they do it in happy hour, and then they put it up by 20 bar. For some reason, those customers that were drinking the 40 bar in happy hour leave and go to another bar. Yeah, you know, yeah. Guys, you're paying 10 bar more or something, you know. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah. We call them balloon chasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they chase yeah. the balloons. Yeah, yeah. Balloon. Yeah, some of the balloon chasers on the food side up here, as you yeah. used to get. Yeah, it was terrible, wasn't it? It was incredible. You, oh. You'd see, like, on the motorbikes outside of the bike, think, okay, it's free food. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it was obvious. Yeah. I mean, you, you wanted to mention about the, uh, the happy hours. What, what's yeah. your thoughts on those? Right. I've, I've tried it myself and burnt my fingers, you know, so I, I look. You get, everyone does happy hour about the same time, you know, by sort of 10 o'clock. They've all finished the happy hours. Well, the guys that come out for happy hours then go home. Mm -hmm. And then some bright spark says, I'm going to do my happy hour till 11 o'clock. Now, in a bar that I was working in, and I just left under a cloud, we didn't get on very well. They were in the process of doing that. I thought, we're not going to tell them. So they go, right, our happy hour finishes at 11 o'clock. What the blue chasers, if you like, yeah. do, they go to all the other bars from 6 to 10 <laughs> and go to their bar for one hour. Because they know yeah. that bar down there is over yeah. there. We can drink all round here yeah. and then move up there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're happy yeah. how it drops out through the floor. Yeah, I mean, the thing I like about what you did, and I don't know if you're still doing it, was 
if you spent a certain amount of money, you'd, you'd like give a bar snacks out. Like, right, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that was really good because, to be honest with you, when you've got a skin full of beer, you, you need a bit of uh, food inside you. No, well, I do anyway, probably too much food, but anyway. Um, but, okay, well, listen, we're coming towards the end of, the, of this part two here, and it's been absolutely brilliant. You've shared so much, it's really, really great to talk to you. What I'd like to ask you is, I want you to just imagine that there's somebody on the phone saying, right, Ricky, listen, mate, I'm coming out. I've never been to Patea before. I've got no idea what to expect. What would be your one piece of advice, only one, one piece of advice that you can say to someone on the phone, well, listen, son, when you get out here, what would you say? The same advice I actually give to everybody. Keep one hand on your heart, <laughs> one hand on your wallet, and don't worry about the rest. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, there you go. You've heard it from the godfather of, of Patea here. Uh, and that's a brilliant, brilliant yeah. advice. Can, can I just say, Ricky, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been brilliant. Yeah, Guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Please, when we are allowed to open back up, when you are in the air, come into LK Metro, come and speak to Ricky. He's a brilliant guy. He will always spend time with you. He'll always find time to talk to you. He really is a great guy. The pets, we call them the Pandora the pets, Pandora don't we? Pets. The Pandora's yeah. pets, they will keep you entertained. Trust me, yeah. there is no shadow of a doubt about that. They will definitely keep you entertained. So come into Pandora's here in LK Metro. It really is a great place. All right, guys, so that's it for me today here on the Coffee Chat Show. Thank you so much for watching. Please remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video. Don't forget to check out our Telegram group. There's lots of photos, lots of chats going on. And also, you might want to look at our members area because we've got some funky little icons and stuff like that as well happening. So there you go. All right, so that's it for me. That's it from Ricky. Guys, wherever you are in the world, please stay safe.